Today's May 5th, coming off a three-game sweep in Tampa. I can't stand that stadium. It's been raining all week. I hope you're ready for the weekend. I really need a weekend. It's the Bridge to Bucktober podcast. guys thank you for listening to the bridge to bucktober podcast where we talk all about them pittsburgh pirates and at my name is josh and i'm joined as always by my brother jake with hey man uh rough one yeah, you yeah. Got a lot of rain up there, huh? Um, yeah, I'm just in a mood today, so everybody's <laughs> just ready to go, man. <laughs> you ever heard about a redhead temper? I really don't have one, but I'm I'm there right now. Yeah, and it it has so so little to do with the pirates, to be honest with you. <laughs> it just does. Yes, it's been raining every day, forever. Today the sun's wow. actually shining a little bit. And I missed like half of that because I refused to look outside. All the blinds were closed. I just, I didn't want anything to do with the outside world. And I'm in a meeting about halfway through the day and they're like, sun's shining today. And I'm like, well, I guess I'll look outside. <laughs> like I went outside this morning to help uh, Keely get on the bus and it was just wet and bleh. So I just assumed the day was still like that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, dude. It's... It's been cold and raining too. Starting from like last Friday, it has been nonstop rain, cold, and just completely gross. So everything yeah. that's outdoors has been canceled. On top of that, I mean, we're just going for it right now, dude. I'm telling you, I'm, <laughs> I'm in a mood. <laughs> On top of that, I spent two days holding our baby, our one-year-old, because he has a double ear infection and will not let you put him down. So you're talking about like not working for two days. I got personal time to take for those sort of things. However, sure. it doesn't make it like it sucks seeing him like in the pain that he's in and just fussy mm -hmm. and not comfortable all the time. I mean, temperatures as high as like 106. Jeez. And we're calling the doctor and they're like, if medicine's bringing it down, it's okay. And then finally we were like, we're bringing him in. <laughs> There's something, double ear infection. And so... He's on the up now, but like, that's just two days of just sitting there. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Uh, and it, all of that just gets you in a mood, right? And it's cold yeah. and it's raining and rain does weird things to me anyway. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Good thing we were playing in baseball in a warehouse with carpet <laughs> in the ugliest stadium known to man. So not yeah. only that, but I'm like super depressed about the weather and, and, and our son being sick. And then I have to watch baseball games at that stupid stadium that looks like death. I'm, I swear to you, the Pirates played bad because there's probably mold everywhere from having tanks inside of a building. Like they're playing in their mom's basement or something. <laughs> Listen, I was there in, what year was that? Oh, six? I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. That's what it felt like. 
It was awful. I hope, I mean, they have to have done something to it. They can't do to. anything. Nobody was, goes to their games. Just there was there was holes in the wall of the concourse, like just concrete missing. Well, punch a little bit more and see if you can let some sunlight into that place. <laughs> you got guys losing bad. balls in the ceiling. That shouldn't even be a thing. <laughs> I I agree. Now let's actually talk about the pirates, <laughs> because it's working the working our way there. Three losses, four in a row now, dating back to the weekend. And I got to tell you, like, our starting pitching, now we know that OGV went out of the game with the elbow thing today, so that's not good. However, before that, he was good. Keller pitched good. If it wasn't for the for the errors and everything, uh, Tuesday's game, Rowanzi was good. You know what I mean? The, the, yeah. the, the line doesn't look as good as he looked. He had Yandy Diaz bailing out on pitches that were over the middle of the plate. <laughs> yeah. So the t- the Tuesday night it's it's runners in scoring position right what is it zero for ten runners in scoring position uh, then they kept that going on Wednesday but Wednesday was even so we had the ball we had the ball lost in the dome like I just brought up Sawinski starts back it was a big swing he starts back and you could see it on the broadcast I don't know if they've talked about this or not because uh, you know it's it's been a week but. You could tell when he was running up there, he didn't know where the ball was. He was looking for it. And by the time he found it, he was not going to catch that ball. And a lot of people blaming Castro because he was the one running after it the whole time. But, like, that's not his ball. That's Swinsky's ball. I don't think Castro really even needs to be getting that far out there to make plays like that unless there's communication. Yeah. Um, So if he would have made that play, that would have been a plus-plus play for me if -hmm. Castro would have. Um. But it's it's just that happens all the time in Tampa when you when you play at an ugly, stupid place like that. Um, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to everybody who is choosing to listen to this. I hope you get a laugh out of it. Like, what a depressing place to watch baseball. It's just so depressing. And they're a good team, like a very, very good team. I don't know how I could get excited about it if I lived there. I mean, uh, I mean, their attendance isn't great. No, no. Could, well, how could it be? It'd be like, I could right. go there, but I'd be afraid I'd get a disease. <laughs> They're really, really good. Uh, and the Pirates gave them runs. You just can't do that. Right. You just can't do it. And whether it be, uh, you know, I'm saying they're losing it in the ceiling. And that I understand that that kind of gives you a pass. But like at the same time, it doesn't in a way. You know what I mean? You have to make the plays and... I guess I guess what I'm saying is like it doesn't mean that you didn't give them that base runner like you did. Yeah. Yes, there's a reason for it and that's okay, but you still gave them that base runner, right? So, I mean it still happened. Mm-hmm. Um but Wednesday, man, Keller five runs but only one of them earned and it really comes down to uh the Castro error was probably the big one. And man, he has been so good lately from from getting all the reps at first. And I don't know if the if the carpet had something to do with it or or not, but he was above the ball. It's not like I don't know if anything you're not anticipating a hop, which we're going to talk about here in a second. He just misplayed that. I also yeah. think errors are going to happen. It just sucks that Castro's errors always happen at costly moments. 
he's out of that inning if he just fields that ground ball. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I, I don't. He still makes the error. It's still his fault, right? But it's also still baseball. You'd hope to be able to come back from that. You only lost. Well, no, at that time it ended up blowing open, right? Yeah. But at that moment, you could have still came back from that. So after the Castro error, it's the ball to center that is a base hit. Yeah. And Reynolds is going for it, and that thing shoots up 25 feet in the air. I don't know how high, but it sure looked like every bit of 15 feet. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And it just and, – and what do you do about that? Like, if that's a PNC Park, he catches it at, like, the belly and throws yeah. it to second. So, you know, there's unfortunate things like that. However, like, you – you know where you're playing. I, I don't know. It's tough. It's tough. I mean, they're he, the only yeah, place that's for, like that, for right? That one for for that one specifically. Yeah, you got to know where you're playing. But also, he's only logged so many innings in center field this year. You know, he's been playing a lot of left. Yeah, but 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 still, it the bounce is a bounce. Yeah, the bounce is a crazy bounce. bounce. Uh, there's nothing else you can say about it's, that. Yeah, it's hard because like you want to. You want to analyze it, right? I mean, that's what we do right. as fans. We analyze mm-hmm. everything to the nth degree. And so you want to analyze it and you say, what caused this to happen, right? And in that case, sure, it sounds like we're making excuses for him. And then and then right after that, we say, you got to be better. Mm-hmm. Understand that like making an excuse for a play, well, Coach Nolan used to always say, I think it was Coach Nolan, excuses are like buttholes. Everybody's got Everybody's one got and they one. all stink. <laughs> Great. So it is that thing. It is an excuse. The thing is, is that doesn't like those errors and plays like that are going to happen. It's okay. It's not the end of the world. It's when those things happen back to back. And then you also go 0 for 10 at the plate with runners in scoring position. Like, you know what I mean? It's on top. It's all this stuff piled on top of each other. And so we had, uh, you know, two days full of dome plays or dumb plays or dome plays. You see where I'm going with that? Yep. Yeah. I, there was a lot going on this weekend or this week. You know what I mean? It's just a lot. Yeah. And I guess it's kind of dumb not to bring up uh, a little bit of, um, you know, I don't want to get too far into it, like I said before, but like Derek Shelton uh, visibly upset Tuesday. And I, I tweeted out, that's the maddest I've ever seen him. And then the next day I had to recall to that tweet and say, psych, this is the maddest I've ever seen. <laughs> so what happens there in the first game with the with, with Hedges up to bat? Were, were you watching when it happened? I wasn't watching when it happened. That's why I, I like I saw like the clip of him getting. OK. Yeah. So Tuesday was the Bach. And I got to tell you, Hedges was all over it. And why wouldn't he be like we if there's anything that's good about Hedges game, it's not hitting, but it's all those other things. Right. Right. And he saw the Bach. I would say you can't let it take you out of an at bat, but like, let's get real. Hedges is pretty much never in an at bat. <laughs> so I, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I guess this has happened a, like a couple times when they called it out. And man, Shelton let him know. He let him know that they were messing this thing up. And then he goes back. And then Wednesday, it was the pitch clock. And this one, to me, I I don't really understand it, but apparently, apparently they were not starting the pitch clock when they were supposed to, 
which gives McClanahan a little bit of extra time. This one, I'm like a little bit, I'm, I don't really know. Like the pitch clock has penalties for hitters too. So you're kind of buying your hitters sometime. <laughs> like, right. I don't, I don't know how I feel about that one. I kind of <laughs> like, yeah, give our hitters some more time too. That's okay. But I, I do know that like he wanted consistency. He was asking for it. The ump kind of snapped in him a little bit too. And then the third base, which I think is the crew chief, he got involved because Shelton was still going and he threw him out in the middle of like McClanahan's ready to pitch. Yeah. He throws Shelton out. And I, I saw some of the, the clips where they were like, Shelton decides to run on the field mid pitch. He got thrown out. That's why he ran on the field. So yeah. he got thrown out mid pitch or right before McClanahan started pitching. He got thrown out. Isn't it funny that both times Hedges was up to bat? <laughs> it made me feel like, what is this thing with Shelton and Hedges right now? Right. Here, here's what I will say. Hedges made a big deal about the play on Tuesday, about the Bach, and then Shelton got involved. Have we ever seen, and this has been a criticism of ours, have we ever seen Shelton go out and stand up for his player like that? Not really. Not that I can think of. We even talked about it before the season started, how that's just not his style of managing. Mm -hmm. And boy, did we see, I mean, probably the mold again, but did we see a fired up Shelton in those two games? And a lot of times, like, you know, uh, we had some friends over during the game and the game was muted. I was watching, but we had some friends over and he was yelling and carrying on and somebody had taken notice and said, What's going on here? And one of the guys in the room was just like, he's trying to get his team fired up. And I was like, yeah, you would think, but that's not his style. Right. So if that's what he was doing, is this one of those new things that we've seen from Derek Shelton that we haven't seen where he's trying to light a little bit of fire? And if so, I love it. Yeah. You want that from a manager. However, I don't want to jump the gun and say that's what he was doing necessarily. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hard to say exactly because we're not, we're not in the dugout. We're not in the clubhouse. So we're not real. Like he's not going to tell us why he did it. No. He's going to tell us like, cause it needed to be done. Yeah. You know, he'll be very, I can't think of the word for it, but you know, he's just going to ho hum through that and say, yeah, it happened. Yeah. I was mad. It's, it is what it is. He ain't going to say, Oh, you know, I was just trying to rally the troops, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. That's not his style. Like you said, but so, man, I it would yeah, be I a know. it would be a welcome addition to his repertoire if he can actually. It's just another. It's just another example. Like it, it, it's a different feel because he's managing to win ball games. He's managing yeah. to win a season. He's it's just it's just a little different. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then today's after the well, you know, yeah, the afternoon game Thursday just to cover anybody who's listened to this over the weekend. Thursday, OGV goes three innings, exit was, exits with the elbow discomfort. Uh, there was a lot of um, there was a lot of complaints about the strike zone as well. Um, and I valid. Valid complaints. Here's the thing. And I don't have like a firm stance on this by all means. This is conversation and and whatever. As, as the mood that I'm in right now, you would think I would just jump on the train. <laughs> However, I hate blaming umpires. 
for a loss. You have to overcome all of the elements. And that includes if you're not getting some calls. Um, to think this thing through, and and I did, I, you know, I brought this up during the game too. If if the first two guys that get rung up on that high fastball is the last two guys that need to complain about it. Mm-hmm. Because now you know that's a strike. And if it's not, if it's one-sided, it is what it is. I mean, I could also probably pull up the pitches and see that that Vinny was get that slider low and away kept getting further and further away from the plate when he was calling it a strike. And I know that Matt Caps and Greg Brown were specifically upset about the high one that was not being called as much. There was one that was called high. It wasn't a strike three. It was a strike one. I think that's the biggest thing when it's a strike three, right? A hitter feels like he still has a chance if you blow one call. And so, you know, Vinny's sliders were early in the count that were off the plate getting called strikes. So, you know, it is what it is. I just have a hard time blaming umpires, and and you could probably make a valid case. It's it's just not my position to do that. I I don't like it. Right. Right. The way I see it is there is a human element in this game. I want that human element. Like, I appreciate that whole aspect of it. Um, I believe the umpires are better than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I say better than, I mean, then to, uh, make it a very one, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have to say yeah, this. The, we all know what we're talking about right. here. There's right. no conspiracy on my side. If you want to, if you want to make a YouTube video on a conspiracy of this series and investigate, then by all means, I will watch it and click the like button. But I'm not subscribing to. Well, I, I would subscribe to your channel too if you did that. <laughs> Please subscribe to ours and click the like button. It does help out. Throw a comment below if you're watching this on YouTube. Please do that and just put a laughing emoji if you want, or the really angry face one with the red face. Put that one down there if you want. Either way, <laughs> I love it. Either way, I don't like going there. I think that you have to overcome those things. And be better. And quite frankly, Tuesday and Wednesday, we did not play well enough to win a game anyway. Right. A much better game on Thursday. A much better game. Just not enough. I'm telling you, Thursday was the type of games that I thought we would see as far as like the Rays actually just doing the things to beat you. Randy Arozarena reaching down and getting barrel on that pitch that off of uh, off of uh, Vinny. Yeah, 102 off the bat, and I can't figure out how he did it with the way he was like that. It's just they're they're clicking on all cylinders right now. Yeah, I mean, what 26 and six or something like that. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's unreal. It's ridiculous. And had we played better, I think we could have gotten a game from him. I really do. Yeah, but the sweep is the the only time. We were one for what 20. (laughs) <laughs> something like With that yeah i think that's I think right we were 0 for 19 over for santana oh yeah, well, yeah before santana hit that double in the ninth inning yeah 0 for 16 coming into today's game and then one for four today so it's yeah insane. it's insane and that's the kind of stuff that can't happen now uh what are all the cliches mama said there'll be days like this some days you're the bug <laughs> some days you're the windshield it's those sort of things you know what i'm saying yeah. it's it's baseball you're yeah. going to lose. You're going to get swept. I mean, if you don't, that's phenomenal, and it's something that people write stories about. Yeah. Um, I think we just did that. A couple of years ago, there was a team that went all year without getting swept. 
Just like the Pirates in 21 went a whole year without sweeping someone. Like, those are not normal. Like, these things happen. Yeah. We still have a whole month of May, and we talked about this. If we can go 14 and 12 in May, you've made it difficult on yourself now. Because now you've got another tough series at home against a team who can crush the ball. Mm -hmm. And you're up against it. All right, you want to talk about Colin Holderman's inning? Bro. My dude was lightning out there today, or Thursday, I should say. Yeah, you're fine. Um, yeah. Hey, guys, we're recording this on Thursday. We say today. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Nine pitches, three strikeouts. Just, there's only one word you can say. It was immaculate. <laughs> <laughs> First immaculate inning of the 2023 season goes to Colin Holderman. Good job. Can we give him one? Yeah, we can. Yeah. You got it. Thank you. Uh, the post game was hilarious because he just said, I was really ticked off because I hate losing. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't watch the post game. He's That's like hilarious. that. He literally like and he laid into that. He was like, yeah, I just hate losing really bad. So I was really ticked off. And so I just went out there and and they're like, well, what was it making you mad? I'm like, oh, what is the kind of question is that? Right. I don't know yeah. if they were trying to get him to say something, but he was like, no, just the whole series. Like, That's I hate what losing. they do. That's what yeah. they do. Yeah. I just hate lose. It's they were like the game or the or the whole series. Yeah, he's like, yeah, the whole series. Like you, you don't you don't want to get swept. You want to win series. I hate losing. I think we should just tell him we're losing every time. All the need, time. All the yeah. time. Hey, buddy, we've lost the last six games. Will you go out there and shut <laughs> them down? Are you serious? <laughs> he was so mad. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so how about uh, what else we got here? I think that's pretty much it from the games. I, I don't have the box scores pulled up. I was, like I said, we hit record pretty quickly. We usually talk a little bit more about what we're going to talk about, but, you know, a little bit on fire. Dude, the last thing I want to bring up about Holderman is how big are that guy's feet? And then he wears them bright yellow cleats. <laughs> Hilarious. I love it. Okay. I'm done. <laughs> I haven't noticed. <laughs> you will next time he throws. Probably. All right. So here's here's the question here. Here's the question. We hyped this thing up, best in the NL, best in the AL, right? Well, after this, we're not the best in the NL anymore. Right. Um, there's at least one team that has, I, I think... Uh, Atlanta. Uh, well, Atlanta passed... Oh, no, I'm thinking MLB, right? We were number two. Now we're like number four, because I think Baltimore now is, has surpassed us at this point. Um, also with 20 wins, but they had one less loss coming into today. So if they, you know what I mean, obviously are going are gonna to pass us. And we, face, and we see them soon, too. Yeah. But we hype this thing up. Oh, Holderman also said we don't see them again, but we'll see them in the World Series. <laughs> so, okay. Okie doke. So Holderman was probably more mad than I am. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, we hyped this thing up. Did the series live up to the hype? That's that's kind of the question that we had written down before. I, I, I mean, Literally, I wrote it before yesterday's game. Pretty easy question. As a matter of fact, I didn't even give us an opportunity to answer it. I just put the next line on our notes says, why not? Because <laughs> from our angle, it did not live up to the hype. And Tampa right. doesn't have any fans, so there's no hype there. So the, really the next question is, why not? Why didn't it live up to the hype? Well, because we just talked about the series and it sucked. That's why. Mm -hmm. Do you have anything else? Yeah. No, I mean, we played bad baseball. If, you, if we play better baseball Overall. and get swept, 
then I think we actually understand a little bit more yeah. about how good they are, right? Right. But instead, right. we showed up and played bad baseball. And so... Completely discounting my theory of get that loss out of the way, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, completely. Just just blew that up with a nuke. Yeah, way to go. We're never letting you say that again. <laughs> right. Anyway, uh, I think there's still a lot of questions about how good this Pirates team is. If they would have played their best baseball and gotten swept, then we could have said they're just not there yet. But I think right now, I guess I can still say they're not there yet because, hey, you were faced with a task here and you kind of blew it. Yeah. So maybe you could say that, but also maybe you could say, hey, some, some days you have bad games. Today they had a bad game. Or bad series. Today they had a bad yeah. series. Really. You know what I mean? Right. Um, I don't know. Did it let, did it, did the moment, did the fact that they were the best team in the league, did it get to them? Or did they just play lousy for a series? I don't know. So there's still questions. We're still kind of waiting for that definitive. Okay, so we talked about it on Sunday. If you didn't get to listen to Monday's show, go back and listen to Monday's show, right? What they did in April was real. Mm -hmm. So we just need to see what they're going to do in May and beyond to find out if, the, if, the, if they're actually ready to be a competitive full season team. Yeah. Because the numbers don't lie. They did things good. <laughs> they right. did good. Right. So if if they're playing well, they're a good team. If they're not a full season uh, contender, they won't play well every month, right? And that's how that right. works. And so that's the kind of question we're waiting to get answered. And it hasn't started off good or well again. So that takes me into this. This is my question to you. So come at me here because I know that I've been going off. So does your outlook, I just dropped my baseball, does your outlook on the Pirates season change after this series at all? I still say no, because I think I think what we've been talking about is, has their hot start changed our outtake? Yes, a little bit, but I think I think we've held back a little bit, getting too far out there saying, hey, we're going to win the division. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. We, I for me, I'm like it's still a young team. Yeah, we're we could still hit a good bump in this road and, and derail this thing a little bit. But at the same time, I'm looking at it like we're, we're 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 showing those signs of improvement a little bit earlier than we thought. You know, does that does that take? There's just a, there's a bunch of things that run in through through your head. Do we do we make pull the trigger and pull Andy up earlier? Do we mm. leave him down longer? Do 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 we get this guy ready to go? I mean, if we're going to make a push this year, do we want to make additions to this club? What is all this looking like? And, it, and it's all going to depend on down a stretch what we're what we're going to do. Are we going to bring somebody in from outside? Are we going to promote from within and think that's going to push us over the edge? Are we going to bring them up while we're winning? Which, you know, we're twenty and nine, twenty and right? twelve. 20 no, we were off. yeah we're 20 and 9 coming in yeah 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 20 and 12 and, and you know bring them up while we're winning and, and say guys get on board it's just a lot of questions still it, it and there's been a lot of questions for me it, it's it's been a lot of excitement through april it's been a lot of they're playing better than we expected this is all happening so fast mm -hmm. but i've also 
being the optimistic people we are, right? Still trying to hold that in a little bit and say, let's let it play out a little longer before we start right getting too far ahead of ourselves. Yeah, and the question is, is this team, is the 2023 season going to be something very special or is April 2023 going to be special? Right. There's no doubt the month is over. April was special. Right. What they did to start off the season was a really cool thing. Mm -hmm. And really, one series is one series. You can get swept yeah. in the middle of anything, and it just is whatever. You can come off and, and just bounce right back. You also could dig a hole deeper. The great thing is, is we're still eight games over 500 at this point. So we're yeah. working, and I've said this week after week after week, you're working above ground. That's what a hot start can do. There's no reason to panic when you're eight games over first place. Everyone else in the division has already lost today. Milwaukee's game is going on right now, and it's in the top of the eighth, four to four. So there's a chance that we could go into this series or into this or out of this sweep. And really, we're still one game above Milwaukee. If they lose, we're in the same exact place. They've lost four in a row as well. Yeah. St. Louis has lost six in a row and I'm, you know, no offense to the Cubs or the, or the Reds, but those are still the two teams I'm worried about. As far yeah. as winning the division, the Cubs could still finish better than us. I mean, yeah, technically any of them could, right? Yeah. There's only 10 games separating the division and that's the Cardinals who I still believe have a shot Yeah, because it's too early not to. They're digging a hole, but they're they digging a hole. A shot. And that's the thing is, they could get hot, and they're just trying to get above ground, and it's not going to feel that good until they're mm -hmm. up there. And right. they may be too deep because their pitching isn't getting better. Right. And that's their biggest thing right now is they may be too deep at this point. This is something that I just did not foresee coming. Just Nobody didn't see did. it. No. No. They've scored more runs than the, than the Brewers have. So, I mean, their offense isn't terrible. Right. But you got to feel like you're out of some games. But 158 runs given up. Whew. Yeah, that's bad. So anyway. Yeah, I'm just not there yet. I mean, it's a series. If we go and we get swept by Toronto here and we have seven straight losses, then you've undid a lot of good that you've done. Yeah. And then you kind of say, okay, back to grinding here. You know, you can't, you got to win a series this weekend. Yeah. You got the Blue Jays coming into town. You've got... Uh, I'm I'm pulling it up here. We looks like we got Rich Hill versus Chris Bassett. Bassett's three and two with a five eighteen. You got Johan Oviedo and Jose Barrios. Barrios two and three with a five twenty nine. And then you got Rohanzi Contreras and Dusey Kikuchi four and zero, oh, but with a four oh two. Toronto is eighteen and thirteen. Uh, they do play tonight still. They're plus seven run differential compared to our thirty seven. They're kind of you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. They're 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 kind of in the middle there. They've given up more runs than us. They haven't scored as much, kind of a thing. Um, they they're they're four straight losses as well. So you want to get their win out of the way, right? Yeah. Or do you want them to have five straight losses coming? I'm not to this? saying anything anymore. No. <laughs> when it comes to that, <laughs> Jeez Louise. What do you Trying got? To get me fired. What do you got here for for Toronto? I mean. Obviously, they've got some super talented players. I know one through four, they're as dangerous as anyone. Mm -hmm. um, but you got anything here? Uh, 
guys, we had mentioned real, real quick here while you're thinking about that. We had mentioned that these Friday episodes, we wanted to be a little bit shorter, a little bit of, uh, here's what happened. Let's get you ready for the weekend. Um, and then if, if we can kind of tease maybe something that we'll talk about on Sunday, I don't really know if we have that right now, other than the fact that we need to see how we bounce back from getting swept on the road. Um, but as we kind of wrap this episode up, uh, talking about the Blue Jays, kind of previewing the the weekend series, um, anything on the Blue Jays here that uh, that you've seen or or anything? Uh, not a lot. I mean, just don't let don't let Vladdy kill you. I yeah, mean, I don't know. Go out and, and and just play your game. Get back to what we were doing. I saw somebody. I can't remember who it was on Twitter. that said something like, "You know, it looked like we were back to our old ways." and trying to work walks instead of attacking like yeah. we had been all April. Just get back to your game, man. Just go out there and just just jump on them early. Yeah, that's a big thing too. I mean, there was a lot of – it's like they tried to overdo it, like they put some added pressure mm-hmm. on the series. And and you're right. And and Brian Reynolds said as much in his post game too was, we need to get back to playing our game. It feels like they you know, had a, had a moment away from that where you're seeking pitches, you're getting on base, you're working counts, and you're stealing bases. And those are the things that he kind of said, too. And, and for a team like this, man, I mean, obviously we're, we're waiting to, to see what Velasquez... I mean, unbelievable that we're sitting here at the first week of May saying that we do not want to miss Velasquez for an extended amount of time. <laughs> unbelievable right. that that's how this, is, this has happened. But... You're, you're waiting to hear what that's going to come out to be. You're probably, uh, you know, the weekend, you're going to get through the weekend without him, and then it's Keller. Um, who do we, we have Colorado uh, starting Monday, I believe. And so you've got Keller, and then I'm guessing you're you're bringing somebody up to pitch in that series for Velasquez. Yeah. And so, um, you know, maybe that's Luis Ortiz. Maybe it's somebody else. Beto. Could be Beto. Um, you know, obviously everybody's going to want it to be Ortiz. I think if it's, especially if it's a one start, gosh, I'd love it to be Ortiz just because you want to, you know what I mean? You want to see how that yeah. change ups working and stuff like that. Um, and a great team to do it against just, you know, for the sake of like, it's not Toronto or Tampa's lineup. Right. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah, I, I don't know, man. Hopefully Colorado can pull off a win in Milwaukee right now, though. Yeah. They're in the bottom. They're in Colorado. They're in the bottom of the eighth now, still tied at four. So Milwaukee's only got one more shot if Colorado can get a run across. And then we're still in the same exact one-and-a-half game lead in the division, which really ultimately is the only thing that matters if you're trying to get in the playoffs. And as it stands right now, the Pirates are a playoff team, so until they're out of that, I, I I don't know why that's not part of our discussion. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, whether we believe it or not. And I just think that until they give us a reason to stop believing, this is not it. This was a bad weekend. Or we keep saying that, right? Because it felt yeah. like it. <laughs> but this is a bad week because he had two night games and a day game. It feels like the weekend. Anyway, right. not that that doesn't happen all the time, but... um. This was just a bad series. That's what this is. Yeah. So it, it's, it's where do we go from here is, is what matters at this point. That's right. So now it, it, that's what it always is. Let's see how they respond. Let's see how they they bounce back from this 
and, and go into the weekend series against the Blue Jays. Back at home in a real stadium with a real outdoor stadium. Real grass. Yeah. Not carpet. Yeah, I... Yeah, I'm... I agree. I agree with turf fields all day long at the high school, college level. You don't have the groundskeepers. You're a major league baseball squad. You should have real grass. I don't even. I don't even. If if it's the fake, yeah. I mean, they're still like the. I mean, Toronto, but they've got the different. It's like nicer, right? It's turf, isn't it? Or is it even I, grass now? Yeah, I, I'm not sure. I have to look into that. I don't know. Either way, yeah. it's not. I mean that's just it's just so bad. It's the whole thing. It's the it looks like carpet. I mean, it doesn't even can look have an like grass. Stadium. I think it's for different reasons though, man. A hundred percent different reasons. Look at Miami though. You can see outside the whole time. And it's a retractable. And retractable. That well, that's what I'm saying. It's retractable, but even when they close it, you can see outside. Yeah, that stadium I actually enjoy. That place is depressing. Tampa, I mean. I'm yeah, sorry. Tampa, looks, not Miami. Yeah. So I don't care if it's artificial. Like it just like it looks awful. It looks literally like you like, you know, you're when when you buy that house that was built in the 70s and the carpet's never been replaced. That's what it looks like. Yeah, it looks bad. It looks awful. And they use all that dark blue everywhere and then just concrete. And you got rafters and it never mind. The, the place is ugly. I don't think anybody's gonna disagree with me. No, I don't either. All right, you got anything else before we close this thing out? Bounce back. Let's get Toronto. That's it. Let's go, Bucks. All right, guys, have a great weekend. Hopefully, it's a series win. We'll talk to you again on Monday. Let's go, Bucks. Let's go, Bucks. I was wondering if you were going to chime in with that. Give me a good yeah. one. Let's go, Bucks. <laughs> How was that? That's good. <laughs> Thanks for listening to my dad and Uncle Jake on the Bridge to Bucktober podcast. Follow them on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Bridge the Number Two Bucktober. Don't forget to subscribe so you know when new episodes are released. Clear the deck, cannonball coming, and let's go, Bucks!